Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. I don't think I've ever been this excited for an episode ever. I have Mark from Love is Blind. I mean, I'm kind of shaking. I don't usually get like this. I appreciate that. It means a lot. Mark was on uh, Love is Blind, as I said. If you guys haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It's all about dating blind. Uh, and he matched up with Jessica. Mark, who were you before this? <laughs> who was Mark before he decided to do this? So Mark, before he decided to do this, had probably never really watched reality TV. Probably the extent of my reality TV uh, was like, I watched Jersey Shore with everybody else. Okay, proud of that. And then uh, like MTV, The Challenge. That was like the most reality TV that I had seen. Uh, So like for me, you know, I was never like, oh yeah, I'm going to go do reality television. (laughs) Like, you know, like ever. I played sports growing up, uh, college football. And so for me... Like, this was all brand new. So, like, if you see me walk in, like, the first scene, and I'm literally like... What is going on? The first thing I say, I was like, oh, shit, is because I stared <laughs> at every camera, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, like, this is real. Like, Where do I look? What do I do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, do I just keep staring at it? It's like, it's looking at me. I'm like, uh... <laughs> and then, like, you do the craziest experiment of all time. Oh, 100%. I, you know, I don't think any of us are the same people after that, you know, in, in good ways, but also like, you know, you, it has its, you know, it's things that you learn from and things that like kind of impact you. Right. And it was it was really cool, though. It, it really gave me some insight on like dating in general. Right. Right. And it was an emo- to me, it's an emotional boot camp or a relational boot camp, mm-hmm. you know, where like you if, if there was one thing I felt like I needed to work on, I definitely felt like relationships um, not that, you know, mine in the past were failing, but like, I think in terms of like communication, what I want, boundaries, standards, all that stuff, like I learned in like eight weeks and then I come out of it. And like, even a year and a half later when it takes the, you know, finally the show airs. There was a, a long lag. A lot of people wanted to know why there was such a long time frame between filming and airing. Uh, honestly, from what I've gathered is that like, there was just so much content to edit okay. that there was like, you know, especially being the first season and then they had to get it approved by Netflix after the production company and all this stuff. We didn't, what's funny, we didn't even know that we were going to be on on Netflix until the day we showed up. They, they told us it was a big network. (laughs) How did they introduce being on the first season of a show? It's still like in its infancy. So what did they say this was going to be? Yeah. So they, um, so when they reached out to me, they, uh, slid in my DMS and they were like, and not that I had, and not that I had like some like amazing following. Right. (laughs) I had like at the time, like 1500 followers. Right. So when they reached out, they, they portrayed it. It's like, Hey, we're looking for Atlanta singles. We're calling this the Atlanta singles project. And, you know, for a big network for people that were looking to get married or thinking about it and stuff like, or like looking to find the love of their life is how they sold it. And so for me, I was like, you know, I'm 24 at the time. In my mind, I'm like, "Ah," I'm like, why not? I I filled out the questionnaire. I was like, why not? So I fill it out and I do a Skype interview with a guy and it's like an hour long. And he's like, I mean, you know, if if you hear from me in about a month, then like, yeah, you you will like keep in touch. If not, then like, you know, obviously we weren't really interested or whatever. So I totally forgot that I even filled it out. And then a month later, I have like a three hour phone call with like a producer and it starts from there, you know? Well, the funniest thing is I hate to bring up age because that was such a freaking thing on the show. But when I went on The Bachelor, I was 23 and you Mm -hmm. seem like light years more mature. Like when this whole age thing was a problem, I was like, he's 24. (laughs) Just saying, I, you know, it's funny, like even now being I'm 26 now, so I'm not 24 anymore. Everyone thinks you're perpetually 24. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm permanently 24. (laughs) And so, no, it was, um, you know, I learned like prior to that, like, you know, I'm very introspective. Like I, I went into this time of like, you know, my grandmother passing away a year and a half before the show and like really like honed in on like who I want to be. Right. And like investing in myself, reading books, like, I didn't really read books until like that. Like I, I honestly like probably the most I've read was like 
at that time was like the outsiders harry potter or something yeah like maybe like a couple (laughs) like a harry potter book or something like that was probably the most that i'd ever read and then like once i started reading books to like invest in myself it kind of like gave me like a little bit of a head start in terms of like before the show and then once the show happened and after the fact i like grew up really quick i was like holy shit like you learned so much about yourself it, it was definitely you know that was that experience it was wild i mean i'm thinking back at it i mean looking back at it when i'm watching it with because we didn't get to watch it before anybody else i watched it live with everyone yeah with the whole world holy and cow. so you know, a lot of the stuff i'm just like damn like oh i cringed a couple times well of course and i want to talk about some of the cringiest things but i also just have like i need to know about these pods right so so you go into the pod, uh, the girls and boys are separated, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're dating, but you don't see each other, right? Yeah. So how much time are you spending in the pod on these like dates? I know the first date was probably less because you're having to do all the dates, but like average, what was the time frame like? Yeah, so I'll explain it. Uh, so the... The first day, obviously, was the shortest amount of time. It was a speed dating day. So you had seven minutes. Seriously. Yeah, so it's funny. They gave us a journal, and then they gave us a set of questions. They're like, honestly, these aren't. you don't have to ask these questions, but these are questions typically that'll help spark a conversation. And if you're really serious about building a connection, these are based on, like, psychologists and relationship experts, whatever. And so, like, you only have seven minutes to date all 15, like, in so one by 15. one. 15 guys and 15 girls. Um, and so it was like seven minutes. And so I asked like maybe two questions or maybe one question that was like, what's more important to me. And then after that first day, you rank those people from one to 15 and based on like how you rank them. And from my, what I've heard, it's like sorority recruitment. It sounds just like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that's what I keep hearing. Sounds like me going through rush. But then as the days progress, um, you got, so the next day after that, you got, uh, I think it was like 14 minutes of that person. And then like, but there was also night dating as well. So, so it's, if you notice on the show, we had, um, there was times when we were all dressed up and then there were times when we were in sweatpants and like t-shirts that was at night, like mm-hmm. later at night. So we had an opportunity to like talk to talk to those people that we wanted to get to know even more, or we could go to bed. They always gave us a choice. Well, so, okay. So by the end of whatever the pods are, right, where you're, you have Jessica and then maybe two other people or whatnot, how do you, it's not like you're together. How do you say, I want to go on a date? Like, or is there a so, time? Yeah. So based on the ranking system, so based on like what, how high you had them and how high they had you, they would kind of like build your schedule based oh. on like, like they pretty much like, Hey, so just so you know, this is like, it looks like a little like a tournament chart. Like <laughs> these are the people you're going to see. Right. And so it was, it was funny. Cause like, you know, after day three, it was like day, day four is when like people got like let go. So they had like five guys and five girls sent home. And so like after that, things got kind of serious where you had more like an hour to talk to that person, an hour and a half. You talked about marriage. You talked about life. You talked about like money. You talked about like even rope, like sex and stuff like that. What wow. do you like? There were, we talked about everything that the conversations were so important and like, I really think we had more time. Like, I think they just told us like, oh yeah, you're going to have an hour. But part of me feels like, yo, that was way more than It felt like three hours or something like that. Yeah. And you know, and think of like when you're asking these questions that are open-ended and they're talking and being vulnerable and you're being vulnerable and you're like in in this intense space, you're just, you know, that's all you're thinking about is getting to know these people because you're like the goal, like, or the end thing is like, you know, can I find that connection? Okay. So if you say you're really hitting it off with Jessica, you're on the night date, like, could you spend all night talking to someone? Or is there someone that says you're done? Jess and I fell asleep uh, talking one night. Yeah, we were talking like pretty much all, and, and pretty much until legally, like, obviously, you can't film after a certain, right. you know, they, so they were like, hey, it's time to wake up. And I was like, what? I was like, what? No and like, way. we fell asleep. Talking. Yeah. So that. You know, Jess and I didn't just connect because we were both from Chicago. Well, that's what I was like. What else did you guys connect on? Because it yeah. seemed like it was like that big Chicago conversation. And then we didn't really see that much. So, yeah. Yeah. And so we connected on like not, you know, family values. And like we had talked about age, like, you know, pretty early on. And so she knew that she knew what I did mm-hmm. um, in terms of like my career at the time, which was like group fit and personal training. And so like, you know, we, and I knew what she did. She traveled a lot more and we discussed that, like what that would look like, 
like in a relationship, you know, and like talked about, you know, I told her that we had a day that was like gift giving, you know, and my, I asked my mom, cause they get, told us like before, like, Hey, you got to bring a gift that like, if you were to propose just in case you were to bring a gift, just in case. And like, I told my mom, I was like, Hey, like, what would be a gift if I were to propose? Not that I'm going to do it. Just, I got to be prepared for this kind of mess. Right. right? And she's just like, hold on one second. She brings back um, this bracelet and it has like the asset calendar. So both my parents are from Mexico. And so what it happened, my mom was like, this was your grandmother's bracelet, you know, before she passed away, but whatever, like, this is something that she always like had in her, in her room, mm-hmm. like in her dresser set, like she always had it. And it was like, all right, sweet. Like that meant something to her. Oh. And so, and so when I gave it to Jess, like, so I told Jess, I was like, Hey, they, they like brought it in. Like, you know, and I heard them as they're bringing it in. I didn't know. Like, I was like they like brought it in. And so like, she would, she was like, what's this? And I was like, it's a bracelet. And I explained to it and I, was, I sp- explained it to her. I was like, Hey, like, this is my grandmother's bracelet. Like this is me welcoming you to my family. Like at, at this point. And then she started to cry. And then like, she sent me her gift and her gift was like a daily devotional, which was set on her birthday, June 22nd. And on that day, it was talking about like how like love, you may not see the love you've always deserved or something like that. And, like all of a sudden it's like, holy, like, so to me, we got, we connected on that level and it was really cool to kind of like, you know, and even before she decided to say yes, because we had like a proposal day, like she sent me, she was like, I'm not allowed to tell you where my heart is, but she sent me like a pillowcase with like a, like her perfume on it. Like, just so that way she knew what like her, her decision oh was. And I was gosh. like, <laughs> yeah. So like, you know, you really build like a real connection because like you're going through something, you're, you're talking about everything that you feel like you've never been able to talk about with people at, at all. Because like, you know, I feel in my, so I dated somebody for a couple of years and, you know, I love, I admire her. She's an amazing person, but deep down, I look back at it now. I was like, did I really know who she did we was? we talk about things and yeah, like we, we date, I mean, it was in college, right. You know, you get sorority fraternity, like it made sense and like, whatever. And we like, did frat parties on Fridays and yeah, we did all that, all that crazy <laughs> mess for me. Like I just, I look back at it and it's nothing bad, but I was like, damn, I don't think I really knew her. And then what the, this is why the show is such an experience is because like, can that, whatever you build, survive in the outside world with friends, family, work, life, and all this other stuff. And, you know, obviously knowing the ending. It didn't. Spoiler yeah. <laughs> alert. It didn't. Well, I don't want you to like call out any names. You can if you want, but like we saw it, it working, but how did a bad date Go. I don't know if you saw, and, and, and I love her to death now. Like Brianna, she's a really good. I love. She's I, we awesome. saw a little and, bit, but <laughs> so she was like, um, when she goes, I hate, hate, hate hearing people breathe, and like even now we joke about it, and like, uh, and like that that date was so funny because I just was like, my re- reaction that was that was real. I was just like, huh, <laughs> what? And not that it was bad. So I never had like a bad date. It was just more like you can tell like things weren't clicking. So like my, my last three, um, were diamond, uh, Amber and, uh, and Jess. And so Amber and I were like really good friends. We were just talking about Barnett the whole time, like ah. pretty much like his indecision. Her just venting to you about her man. Yeah. <laughs> and diamond was venting me about Carlton. And like, you know, I was talking to them, like trying to get the inside on Jess and funny thing, like Barnett was my roommate. He was. Yeah. He was my roommate. So that's why we were always cool. Like, like, you know, me and Barnett were like boys. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on now. Okay. So I'm going to really just, you're going to have whiplash after this. So, no, for sure. So the guys and the girls are hanging out separately. They're always in this room that has like a pool table or something or, and then like a bar. Yeah. So, yeah. That was the set. Okay. So that's not where you slept. No, no, no. We, they, 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 we stayed at like a local um, hotel. Got yeah. It. We stayed at a local hotel. They took care of us there and like, you know, they bunked us like I, which is funny that like it was like when they made us roommates, like we had gone through the whole jesting in the beginning of the whole thing. And like him and I talked it out and I was like, and not that I, I was just like, bro, like tell me what's up. Like, and we talked it out, like just good friends. Like we're, we're like really good friends even now to this day. Okay. We, I didn't know about all that Barnett stuff until like after. As far as like her wanting to talk to him all the time and yeah, yeah. All that stuff. And I was like, Oh, so the parts of like, 
him being in this set room talking about how into Jessica he was and you're sitting there like, ooh, you knew he was into her. You wanted her. He wanted her. In the in the pods, we were like, it, which is early on, like, you know, everyone's dating everybody. Right. So you're just kind of like, which is, I was like, damn, like we were all kind of keeping it like close to the chest. Like we we're just like, ah, eh, like let's let's not talk about it. Kind of like un- hush, hush, whatever. But then like eventually when he's like, deciding between Elsie and Amber and like all that. And even Jess, like we talked it out and like, he was just like, bro, I just, you know, I just don't see like there, there being a connection. I was like, cool. Cause I have one. Ah, so he kind of said, you know, it's not going to be her. So you're okay. Kind of thing. Well, cause well, cause well, not just cause he didn't give me necessarily the green light. It was more so of like the situation of like Jess, you know, storming out I, from what I didn't even know, like their conversations until after the fact. So the guys like sit around maybe and talk about like who they're clicking with, maybe ask for some advice or something who in particular, I mean, you're close with Barnett, you said, but did all the guys get along? Who did you get along with the most? We all really, especially being the first season of all this, like we were all, it was funny because at first you could tell like there was like a little like chest puffing in the beginning, which is like any guy like situation, whatever. But like towards once we got to like maybe day three, it was like, it was more than like this experience is more than just like finding that love of your life. Right. I think a lot of people found like themselves because we were so vulnerable and like a lot of stuff that like you could tell people were holding on to, like let it out. So like when a guy would walk out of an interview, not even like a date of an interview and would be emotional, you saw like, you know, a couple guys walk over and be like, Hey man, how you doing? Like, are you okay? Like you mm-hmm. need to talk about this. Like we were, it was such a healthy support system of like That's the good. guys that, that like, those dudes, it doesn't matter whether they were there from the beginning or the end, like they'll always be like brothers to me because like we really went through it together that like, no, we didn't have anybody else. And so like, we're all sitting there, no music, no phones, whatever. Like I'm playing my guitar and like all the guys are just like laying on the couch or like we're throwing, like I brought a football too. So we're all like throwing the football. That was like, I still have that football. It's like our emotional, it was like our emotional support (laughs) football. So we'd go and like throw it around, but like, and talk and just be like, like there for each other. And so it was awesome to kind of like where I feel like a lot of times you see in shows that people get really, really competitive. There was no like competitive drama crap. No. There, and, I, and, it, and it was not like the, the producers didn't even look for that. It was just like there was none of that present, you know? It, and that's what I think that I respect so much about the guys that I went through this with is that even to this day, Cameron, Cameron and I were on the phone the other day. That's one of my boys. You know what I mean? Cameron and Lauren, I love them both. I did press with Lauren mm-hmm. uh, traveling around. But, you know, most of these guys, like, even if, you know, you're obviously always going to be closer with some people than others. Course, but yeah. most of most like we can all I promise you after all this, we're all going to have like a beer and be like, <laughs> yo, you remember when we did that? <laughs> when you're all married with kids, what the hell did we do? Yeah, no, exactly. Sitting on a rocking chair. When show. you're still 24. <laughs> I'll be, I'm 44. Mark, you're 24. You're 24. <laughs> I, I do want to know, you you get engaged to Jess and, and, and then you see each other and it's like, whoa. But like, what did you think she looked like? You know what's crazy? Um, I kind of, I thought she was going to be a brunette. Okay. For some reason. I think that's the only thing. Aside from that, I really was just like, I don't know. I just want to see. I, I, I really, it sounds cheesy, right? But I really like, we never asked the question of like what we look like, how tall are we? Or that was probably a rule. Was it not like, don't talk about, they never gave us that rule. They were just like, I mean, you can ask that, but it kind of okay. defeats the purpose of like, and there were people that asked that and you know, like that, you know, again, it kind of defeated the purpose of like, can you build an emotional connection True. with someone without ever seeing them? If I'm over here asking you like, how tall are you? Then you have a, an idea of what the person is yeah. and it's not as fun. So I really honestly was like, I just let it be. And I never asked her what she looked like. I never wanted to know. And I was just, and even when conversation would kind of hint to that, I was like, no, I don't want to know. So you knew how old she was. That wasn't like a secret. Someone in the fa- my Facebook page, they also have some questions, by the way, but someone wanted to know, were you into the sexy baby voice? <laughs> well, to me at the time, that was like her voice. Cause that's all I ever heard. And I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, you know, that's, I guess it's, and I'm not going to judge people for like, hey, you can't, if, you, if that's your voice, like, that's your voice. That'd be a little messed up. It's like, hey, could you like, you know, hey, can bring you that like down? have a deeper voice, please? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Questions from fans. Elise Carter. I feel like, and this this goes into post engagement 
when you guys are all at that honeymoon deal and where was it Mexico or something? Yeah. 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 Mexico, Mexico. You're all hanging out together, living your life. Elise Carter. I feel like it was so clear to the audience that Jess just wasn't into Mark. Was he picking up on that at all during filming? I mean, later, later in filming, I feel like there was definitely that disconnect, but like when we were in Mexico, you know, to me, like, I'm like, holy shit. Like the reveal day, you know, if you see it, like even me, I, when I watch it or I think back at it, like I was on cloud nine. Like, of course. Yeah. I was talking to myself. I'm like, okay, don't lock out your knees. Like you got to <laughs> relax, breathe. I'm like, and then when I saw her and like, we said things to each other, like, you know, we're, again, both from Chicago being Cubs fans. Like she's like, this is my world series win. Like, and to me, we, I mean, we waited 108 years and like we saw the Cubs win, but like, it was like that moment of just like, I, I did it right. Like we found this and like, we did this together and like, we made it. And, you know, I held on to that as long as you could, as long as I could, because like, I think like, I really took the idea of an engagement serious of like, if I can't, if I can't be strong or be patient in the in engagement, imagine when we're married and like real shit happens, you know what I mean? And especially as intense as this whole thing is, is like, so as we're taking, the, like, I always just thought like, to like the verse that I've always been stuck in my head is like, you know, love is patient. Love is kind. You know, first Corinthians 13, like, mm -hmm. you know, that, that one always sticks in my head. So I was always like, okay, I'm going to be patient. Like, I, you know, we made it this far. Like it doesn't hurt for me to like, it, cause everybody handles things differently, you know? Yeah. And so if she's like needs a little bit more time or I need, and in my head, that's how I wanted to operate. Was it ever hard to hear when all the couples were together talking about how it was going and everyone's saying, Oh, we're intimate. We're having sex. Was it hard for you to be like, ah, oh, we're not. I mean, it, you know, hindsight it's like, you kind of, like in the, in the moment you're kind of like, Oh, like, sure. But then again, I, I also keep like whatever's going on in my relationship, like private, you know, gentleman, a gentleman never kisses and tells. You weren't saying we haven't had sex yet. Yeah. I'm annoyed. And even had, had we had at that point, I'd just been like, Look, you guys can talk about whatever you want. Like I'm celibate. I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, let's let's discuss those moments where Jessica was talking to Barnett. I mean, there were a couple times where it seemed like everyone was together and they were kind of like off to the side talking. Like how were you close to them at that time? Like could you hear anything? No, uh, typically like I if they were getting pulled and people were always getting pulled to the side. Oh, to, so, to like talk. If if they were talking, then I was probably talking to someone else. Like whether I'm talking to Amber, or I'm talking to like Damien or like, mm -hmm. you know, all that whole jazz. So I didn't I didn't necessarily hear majority of the conversations that they had. So then you had to watch them when the show aired. Yeah. <laughs> which is probably maybe worse. Did any of that shock you? Like were you in the know about her being confused or you know i it, my gut it, it, it's funny i was like my gut always felt like there's something else whether it because it, it, i was like they can't it's not the physical because like you know deep down like i i don't think it's that like i i don't think it was no i, I don't think it was the age thing because we talked about it before we even got engaged so it was always something deeper than that and you know, I don't, I don't, and maybe it wasn't all about like some being like thinking about someone else. I think it could have been even more than that, but I always, in my gut was just like, I, it's not all these things that she's telling me. And part of me just wishes like we could have talked about it, you know, maybe a little bit, like even communicate a little bit more. But again, when it's intense, it's like, how long did we really film? Right. It's, it's so fast, so quick that sometimes like, you know, communication falls through the cracks and you know, it's no hard feelings. When so she you both get to Atlanta after this honeymoon, you saw her house, she saw where you live and met the family and stuff like did you guys live together for an extended period or was it more of just like this is where I reside and um, so we they we lived in an apartment that they gave like they, they, they yeah. booked for us like all of us so we were supposed to you know obviously if you want to cultivate a relationship that like you got to learn how to live together and so that moved us in there but again because she travels and stuff so she would leave like monday through i think thursday or tuesday through thursday or something like that and then like would come back stay at her place and like then would stay at with the at the apartment but she did stay at the apartment it just wasn't all the time kind of thing yeah yeah but it was more about her job yeah did you get your phone back during that time or no we got we got it back in atlanta okay so we didn't we yeah once we got back once we were in the airport and we landed in atlanta that's when they gave us our phones back which was pretty crazy i was just like even it's almost refreshing to not have a phone for that long 
it's it's you'd be surprised like i just like it was all like once i started getting back on my phone and even now like being in this like state that we're in right in quarantine whatever that like i'm like i realized like, oh crap i'm on my phone too much i need to like put that up and like i remember like when i got dumped on the bachelor and i turned my phone on and it just was like buzzing i think it I, it went insane. Like there were 400 gajillion text messages. And I was like, I should want to look through these, but I don't want to. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Like it's, I, I actually, now you reminded me. It's like, yeah, once I turned it on. It's oh, bzzz, dead. <laughs> <laughs> instantly, instantly. <laughs> uh, there was a funny question from Facebook. Do you have a dog and would you let your dog drink wine? <laughs> I don't have a dog and I wouldn't let my dog drink wine. Um, <laughs> It's funny during that scene, like I was, I was getting drilled with a ton of questions. And so it's like my, I saw it out of my peripheral where I was like, that's weird. Okay. But then I'm like focused on the questions. And then after I rewatched it, I was like, oh, that did happen. I was like, oh, snap. And turns out it's not good for I mean, I, I love my dogs and I'm sure they want wine, but I'm not sure. You know, you're not allowed to give dogs grapes. No. Grapes are apparently like poisonous to dogs. My best friend, he was like, he like, I saw him feed his dog a grape. I was like, dude, what are Stop. you doing? Stop. And he looks it up. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I, was like, uh, I don't know if you'll answer this, but I do really want to know the answer to this. So we'll get into wedding day. Ooh. Valerie, Nicole, why did their wedding venue look like it was in a completely different building than the rest of the couples? Because it was. It was in a completely, like our wedding day was at a completely different venue on the last day of filming. Why? I, honestly, they probably didn't know what we were going to do to like the last day. So they like, I, you know, I never know with like production and how they book everything, and you know, why they do the things they do. But like us, you know, I, and funny thing, I live probably like five minutes away from that like wedding venue. So it's <laughs> funny when I drive by it, going to my buddies. So one of my good friends, he lives in the apartment complex next to it. So when I'm driving this house, we're like, gonna, I'm like, Damn, I'm just like drive by it, like memories, the memes. <laughs> yeah, the, no, just memories, right? Oh, and so, man. yeah, no, it was it was a completely different uh, venue, and it was really nice. Could you yeah. invite people that you wanted at your wedding to go, or was it more of like family and then whoever? I mean, you can invite whoever you wanted. Was her family wasn't there, right? No, her Did family. Did that make wasn't you there. think that maybe she was going to say no? Uh, yeah. I mean, and again, we had talked about it and she was definitely leaning to when we got back to Atlanta, like, you know, I kind of was just like, damn, like, I don't know where this is going to go. Like, she's kind of like telling me that she's not going to get there. So she's like leaning towards no. And then, you know, there were moments in time where she's like telling me she loves me and then like telling me like, see herself marrying me. And I'm just like, I'm literally like, like going up and down. And so when I'm, when I'm up there and, you know, I'm in front of my family, my best friends and, you know, the whole like nine yards, like everybody that in my, that's in, inspirational in my life that when she's walking down the aisle, it's like my brain goes back into like the, the revealed day. Like it's the same thing. And so you hold on to that idea until the very end. And like, you know, I went down like who I was. Were all the weddings in one day? Mm-mm. The weddings were um, different days. Okay. So you guys were last? Yeah, we were last day of filming. It's got to be because they didn't know which direction. I I mean, that's what I I assume. Again, who knows with production and stuff. But like, I really like, I mean, yeah, honestly, uh, we were toss up pretty much all the way to like the day day of like you. You were like, she could say yes. She could say no. I have no clue. Because I mean, originally she had told me she wasn't going to walk out in a dress. She was going to walk out in like a jumpsuit. And so when she walked out in a dress, I'm like, well, damn, she's going to say yes. Yeah. So why did you say yes? Um, again, I, I, you know, I held on to that, that moment that we had, like on the reveal day, like that, it, if you kind of find, feel like you find that one person, right. That like, you feel like you opened up to, and that's, it's the first time, right. That I'd been very vulnerable and like my fears, my strengths, what I want to do goals, ambitions, and like really opened up and, you know, wanted like picture you picture that life with them, right? Because you go through that thing together, and even through the ups and downs towards the tail end, if you notice, like things were going up. Yeah, it seemed like it was getting better. Yeah, and so like I th- I, to me, it seemed like everything. I was like, we can do this. Like, oh wow, we can make this work. And then obviously, you know, 
answer was no. And I still don't even hate her for it. Cause I'm, I look back at it. And even at that moment, you know, I don't think they didn't get this, but like she walked down the aisle by herself. And I said something, I was like, I don't want anybody to look at Jess, you know, wrong, like wrong or anything like that. Like she was being herself. She was being honest. Like, and that's all I ever wanted. Like, you know, I still respect Jess to this day. Like, are we compatible? Definitely not. But you know, at the end of the day, like, she's living her life and I want her to be successful and I want her to be happy. And, you know, I, I think everybody in your life in whether it doesn't matter, like deserves that kind of happiness, you know? And I just think that I hope, I hope one day she finds that, you know, and I, and me too, like, you know, cause at the end of the day, you know, dying alone doesn't sound appealing. <laughs> no, not really. But I, I do have to ask, I guess you could maybe agree that Jess has come off as like the villain of the show. Like, do you feel for her for that? For sure. For sure. I think, you know, well, how would a lot of people react in the same situation? Right. Like that, it, it, you take it into to, in that into account. And I think that a lot of people can, it's, it's the lack of empathy that I'm like, look, even I'm putting myself in her shoes and it's like, it is what it is. And I, and I, and I wish that, you know, and I hope that people have kind of like chilled out now because like, again, we are just normal people, normal human beings just trying to figure it out. And, and as you can attest to it in a very intense situation super intense yeah like people and that's the thing people don't get it they just think that it's like regular day to day or that it's live yeah you're, you're only getting this much of of the whole experience you know Ex exactly because in 10 episodes i mean you can only put so much con like i told you before about like i told her about my grandmother and like welcoming her to the family and all this other stuff that people could really see a connection with but i totally get why you know they just didn't have they're like okay we're gonna add this this and this like it's no hard feelings with production. It's just like they didn't get the the whole picture, which again, even through the pressers and all this other stuff and people were like, you know, obviously the memes come out that oh. they're making fun of me. <laughs> there was a Facebook question about the memes. Yes. And, and so the memes, like they don't bother me. Like, I mean, they're funny. It's funny. Luckily I have a set of friends and family that make fun of me even prior to the show. And so the fact that like, I'm getting made fun of by other people. I'm just like, you got to have tough skin if you're hanging around my friends and family. If you have a brittle spirit, you're not going to laugh at all. Uh, we do have a Facebook question. It's kind of sad, but I'm going to ask it anyway. In hindsight, do you think that you were Jess's backup plan? You know, I don't, who knows? I mean, I mean, I think. Should we call her in? <laughs> right. Call her in, see what she says. <laughs> she probably would ignore it. Yeah. No, nah, um, I think in the moment we were all just figuring out the dating, the pods. And like, I don't think that like, and like, obviously it didn't work out with her and Barnett, but that, you know, it worked out for her and I, like, again, an engagement, like even after that, like, it's not like I just went like, Oh yeah. Like, let me propose to you. Like, what's up? Like, no, like we were questioning each other. I was questioning her too. Cause I knew that, that all that stuff went down and there was somebody else as well that they try to like, you know, his name was Taylor um, that they tried to put to see if she would have a connection with him. Oh, yeah, he was a little bit older and like we still went through that. You know, they would put him before me to go see her and like they would, you know, and not that it was they were doing anything sneaky. It was just like they wanted to see if it was the connection was real. Like, okay, if like her and Barnett were the thing, like I wonder if like her and Taylor would be a thing. And so like she still ended up picking me. But despite all that. Yeah. And so that's what to me, like when people are like, oh, you're a backup plan. I'm like, I don't think I was. She went through the same process you did and you ended up picking each other. So. Yeah, like she could have easily at that day I proposed behind a wall again. <laughs> Romance. <laughs> like, oh man, it just gets me, right? And so I just proposed behind a wall. She could have easily said no at that time. You know, she's been like, hey, look, you're great. I think it's all like it had that conversation started like that. I'm like, you know, I get it. I'm going home. And you say there was that lag of time between filming and airing. Like, did you and Jess have any communication at all during that time? We actually, um, she called me a day before the show aired um, and, and apologized to me um, for everything. Um, and so, yeah, you know, she called me and I was, I was actually surprised to see her phone pop, her name pop up on my phone. Do you still like, have her contact info on your phone? Yeah, yeah, I still have it. <laughs> Do you still have your journal? Uh, no, they actually took it. They oh, never gave it back to me. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Because I wanted to see like... I would love to do like a dramatic reading of your journal right now. Whew, actually, good thing it's gone now. Because <laughs> then they had our rankings on there too. So I really get to like throw it back um, to see like who I, who I was feeling. Did you get to spend a lot of time with Nick and Vanessa? Funny thing, yeah. Uh, so Nick, 
was really he actually like we had a lot of conversations like it was funny because i had my guitar with me so when i got out of the pods one time he was like man you're just pulling out all the stops huh? and i was like i mean you gotta do what you gotta do and like that after that it was funny to see him kind of like shake everybody's hands and then every time he saw me he was like what's up dude you and nick lachey are best friends it's fine we 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 we, we got cool <laughs> I'll, I will you know i'll say we're, we're friends i guess <laughs> be like what up nick we did press together with Vanessa, but no, they actually had like, they were always there, Mm -hmm. which I, you know, I don't think that they got like the screen time that really alluded to like what, how long, what they were doing. Yeah, for sure. After the show, here we go. Alethea Melia. What did he learn from his relationship with Jess that he will be sure not to repeat in future relationships? Man, that's a good one. (laughs) I like that one. The one thing that I'll take to that, from what I learned from Jess is to set those boundaries from the beginning and not allow myself to compromise those, not for anybody. Um, you know, cause again, it's all about respect. It's like, it's not expectations. It's not about, you know, Oh, I deserve this, this and that. It's like, no, it's like, Hey, like, listen, like uh, communication, trust, like stuff like that, like setting the tone from the beginning. And, you know, if it's not, if people aren't respecting those boundaries to say like, Hey, it's no hard feelings. Like, I explained this to you like one time, like, okay, like I get it. Let me explain it two times. Like, listen, like you're starting to cross these boundaries. Like, and, and again, it's, we're all human, but I think setting the tone from the beginning is what I learned in a relationship, whether it's a friendship with your family, setting those healthy boundaries, because when you can become like that independent thinker and like really set that tone, like, I think that that sets you up for success in any kind of relationship. Amen. Jeez. (laughs) Julia Leeser, what advice would he give to the next season of Love is Blind participants? Ooh. All right. So uh, if you hear someone that's 34, run. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So (laughs) my main thing that I would say is just be 100% yourself. And it's easy to say. It's so easy to be like, just be you. I heard that before reality TV too. And I was like, the fuck was that advice? Like, come on. Like, come on. But like, <laughs> I gen- like when, when it's easy to go into a sense of like giving, like when, when say you're getting asked a question or you're getting asked an interview or you're, you're talking to somebody, it's like, it's easy to be something you're not, which is like, I'm going to act like the tough guy. I'm going to be this, this and that. That's I'm gonna, true. You know, and I, I really genuinely feel like when, you know it and you, your gut tells you when you're not being yourself and when you're acting something, when you're acting. And I, I, if someone goes in there the next season, I would strongly recommend is like figure out what you want in a relationship and a partner, like define it. What does the perfect partner look like? And literally go into it, go, go from there and then operate on that because then you can be yourself and you kind of realize well, what you want and what you want to go through. Cause I kind of just like figured it out on the fly, you know, again, like, being 24 you just kind of like hey like let's this let's sounds do this. good i like this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah like you know and then you start but then you start to realize like okay what do they like what are, and then you forget about like okay my needs are important what what do i want goes back to setting boundaries maybe and yeah it's from the beginning and so i would say like understand those wants needs boundaries stuff like that and then go into it and then be, like because you have plenty of time in the like process of like you know, interview process to get onto the show. So there's not, there's no excuse of like, oh, well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Have a list of wants and can't haves, if you will. Yeah. Someone wanted to know what your DMs are looking like lately. There were several women in my Facebook group, either wanting to date you or wanting their friends (laughs) to date you. I've I've definitely gotten a lot of, um, I'll marry you. Um, (laughs) you know, I've gotten love letters, uh, emails. Uh, it's, it's, it's cool. You know, it's, it's cool. Uh, but part of me is like, you know, I'm still the same old me where like, I just, I appreciate it. It means, uh, but I, but like, I don't get caught up in it where I'm like, oh my God, like, yes. Okay. Wait for anyone who wants to successfully reach you via DM, what can they do that sets them apart from the other DMs? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. That's a really good question. Thank Cause you. like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the ones that like you open yeah, that I open. Um, I think, you know, not my favorite one. And like, I laugh when I say it, it's like, I don't normally do this, but 
like definitely not that like if you're if you open up with like i don't normally do this but um you know and not to throw shade on anybody that's done that it's just like change your game guys change it you know if if someone drops a message that like you know about themselves or something like that like you know because obviously it's hard to read all of them of course yeah but like when you see like something and you're like oh like it's a really like nice message i really try to respond to those messages that like that aren't cheesy like oh you're like super hot or like like you can always tell when a message comes from the heart you want a heartfelt message yeah there you go people dropping all my secrets (laughs) uh oh here's just a a question you say you're a normal guy but you're now a normal guy that has a shit ton of followers so could you have expected that love is blind would explode the way that it has and now you some of you have a million followers and none of us did none of us not I, you know, I remember having conversations in my best friend's kitchen being like, dude, I'd be lucky to get like $10,000, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. and, he, and then I go, what about a hundred thousand? He's like, bro, don't get crazy. I was like, you, you're right. You're right. But the fact that like, it, it has led me to meet some pretty amazing people, been like blessed to have travel and be in New York, you know, and do all these interviews and po- like podcasts again. Thank you again for having me on. It's like, you know, it's been such a blessing that like, I look at it and I'm just like super great. I'm like, still on cloud nine this is it's it, i go to the grocery store and like it's funny because i wear my hat like this and i like i have my Do people on. recognize you a lot a hundred this girl so i was going to the grocery <laughs> store before this whole pandemic thing happened and like this girl like i was walking into the store i shit you not she was driving up like towards me slams on her brake no. her boyfriend or brother was in the passenger he flies forward oh my god and I didn't know what to do because I'm like her windows are up and she points at me and I'm just like, I just kept walking because I'm like, I don't know what she's going to say. Like, I'm just going to keep walking. But like, it was funny because like people like recognize me and like shit like that happens. Like it'll never be normal ever. No. And it's and it's funny to see the people that like recognize me, but don't say anything. So then they're like the people that stare. Yeah, I get. And then there's a lot of people that take pictures of me and like they don't ask to do that. Yeah. That- yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, and I'm always cool to take pictures there. I never. So like I've I've met a couple like so I never I've seen it online where like a couple celebrities will deny people like not taking pictures of them. And I never want to be that guy. No, you don't ever want to be called out for saying no. Yeah. So I'm always like, as long as they're respectful as like, hey, like, you know, and I'm always down like, yo, come ask me for a picture. I'm cool with it. Like, Seriously, like, don't be a, and like, I went to this place called Ladybird in Atlanta. So like, I'm, I'm there and like, there's these girls like staring at them. I'm like, yo, like, say what's up. Like, come <laughs> say hey. like, I'm cool. Like, I'm not going to be like a dick about it. Oh, I love this question. Jamie Marie, does he still have brown on brown bed sheets? <laughs> oh my God. If there was, here's the thing. If there was one thing that I regret on that entire show <laughs> is that those sheets were not my sheets. Who were they? Like your roommate? So, because, because I was gone for three weeks. My my bet my roommate my best friend and his fiance they had one of their parents stay there and so they took off my sheets oh, I see and and then left it there so you don't have brown sheets you're not a brown no, I sheet I, guy I, I I'm not a brown sheet guy never in my you're life. dateable again because that was a <laughs> that was I have a- never in my life was like you know what brown <laughs> when I walked up there I am not even kidding because I hadn't seen it I thought it was gonna be my normal room. My heart went through my stomach. And it wasn't even made. It was like messy. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. I was <laughs> I was seriously like, this is on TV. Cameras, can we go? Can we go back and I'll make my bed and then you can come back in. We'll redo it. Like, go, Take two. go outside. Let me go. Let me just at least put a blanket on there. Like, you notice there was no comforter or nothing. Nothing. Just a sheet. It was in the corner. Like, I was like, I don't sleep like this. I'm not like. Lulz. Yeah. So there was one thing and like, it was funny because I tweeted uh, after the show came out, like I was like, Hey, Twitter live update. Like I got a new, I got (laughs) So I turned it into a joke. That's all you can do is laugh at yourself and then people won't laugh at you. Yeah. I was honestly, I was rolling around. I covered my face when it came on the TV. I was like, Oh no. Like, Oh, that really happened. Like, okay. A couple more. Thank you for giving me all of this wonderful time with you. Um, Barbara Cole, since appearing on Netflix, have you watched more Netflix originals? Oh my God. I mean, I've, I've always been a Netflix guy. Okay. Do you think Carol Baskin killed her husband? A hundred percent. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. There is no doubt. You cannot talk me out of it. There's no doubt in my mind. I was standing up telling my best friend, I was like, bro, she did it. She did it. I completely agree. And my sister is like team. She's like team. Carol did not kill her husband. And I'm like, how else? How? How? 
that someone just disappeared. She's like, he flew away and just never came home. I'm like, the flight was never. Bags were in the van, like, and then her, and then her brother worked for the damn police department. You know what I mean? Like, and there was so much. And then you notice, and so for me, like, I love like reading body language is a big thing, okay, and tonality. So when she's talking about it, and she's being very kind of defensive and like, well, she's like, why would I? Why would anybody think that I would do that? And I'm like. Because in his, in his little like will, it says in case I disappear. That to me was like the biggest thing. You broke into there. Like you got people to break into that office. Change it. Like, no, she did it. There's no doubt in my mind. Girl, bye. Now, does that mean Joe Exotic needs to be out, out of jail? No. Oh, Lord. Joe Exotic. That video is so funny where he's like, I, he's like, I refuse. I'm broke as shit. I refuse to wear a suit. Oh, yeah. I'm broke. I've had some kinky sex and I've tried drugs. <laughs> dude that, yeah that that it was just like a, a train wreck that you had to watch it's just like these are real people like now i'm like catching up on ozark oh yeah no i just starting season three so oh i'm oh i'm just start, i'm just finishing up season two so. oh get your shit together i know i've been so caught up with this whole netflix thing i'm like and being famous i mean i didn't want to say it but uh, you know you kinda... <laughs> okay Three more. As far as the couples that are still together, are you surprised by any of them? Were you expecting Damien and Gigi to start dating? Honestly, I'm not surprised at all at anybody who ended up with the other person. Like, it, it's so, like, mind-blowing of the people that worked out. It's like they were meant to work out. Like, Amber and Barnett, I don't see them with anybody else. I don't Amber and Lauren, I don't see them with anybody else. I, even Gigi and Damien, if you know them off, like, even off camera, like, I don't see them with anybody else. I'm just like, yeah, like... And it's super cool that like to see that this thing works, right? It like it it can work. It you know obviously like you got to go through a bunch of loops and stuff like that. But you know this thing has that potential of real connection going into like marriage. Because think about it, they were holding that in for a year and a half. Oh, you know you could have had a kid. That's that's mean. Of that's why the lag is mean. They want to have a kid, but they can't because then it's yeah. spoiler. Imagine, imagine how they had that, right? Megan Gilbert said, as a Cubs fan, I need to hear about where he was when the Cubs won the World Series. Oh, my God. I, I'll never forget. I will never forget to the day I die. <laughs> it was bottom of the ninth. I mean, that even to that last out, you were literally like, they're going to, the Indians are going to win it. They're going to, they're going to win it. It, it. This is what happens. They set you up and you just lose it. <laughs> and it, it, the winning run is on set. You're just like, it's, it's over. And then all of a sudden that lasts out and I'm sitting in my living room at the apartment I lived in at the time. And when my roommate and my girlfriend at the time, she was, they were just sitting there. They like filmed me. It's so funny. And I'm like holding the pillow and like, I'm like with my Cubs hat on and like everything, like <laughs> holding it tight. And then all of a sudden, like that lasts out and I stand up and I'm like, who won? Who won? <laughs> I started crying. I like cried a little bit, you know, 108 years. Think of how bad you got to be to not win for 108 years you like, gotta be pretty terrible people have died bit like that not like been like been cubs fans and not gotten to see it like it's like and you saw it in your living room in my living room and then the next day we go to like brunch and i'm wearing my cubs hat like and people were like high-fiving me and dapping me up they're like dude that was like yeah like what's up man uh your favorite player oh man um probably anthony rizzo uh just like he's just the leadership in terms of like overall dude he's like a super good dude last one well, first of all, there was like rumors that you had a girlfriend like when you were on the show. But are you dating now? Are you in a relationship? Um, so after filming and just to clarify that I had, um, you know, I had a relationship a year and a half. That's a long time to potentially be in a relationship. Yes. You could probably date three people in a year <laughs> and a half. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know, so I dated somebody and even, you know, before the show aired, you know, we broke up, but uh, kind of taking this time to like really focus, like this sounds cheesy, but like focus on me and how to handle this whole thing. And like, you know, and it's, it's funny because even though it's like, we got famous and then quarantine. So I know it's not like I have like the opportunity to be like, Hey, by the way, let's go on a date. Let's, let's hang, let's hang out. And so, you know, it's one of those things where like, I'm not, I'm open to the idea of I'm, you know, I'm not like heartbroken. It's been a year and a half from that whole thing. Like I'm still, I'm open to the idea of dating somebody, but you know, I'm also like, you know, just taking it day by day. Are you open to like a, a FaceTime date? Oh, I love FaceTiming. I, I don't know why people like, I'm not a good texter at all because I got like, I, I respond in my head and then I forget, but like, 
communication to me is very important. So whether it's on the phone, but like if I can see you and talk to you, then like, oh, I'm all about it. So you're open to it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So everyone write a heartfelt (laughs) DM with your Skype name. And I think that's the way. Okay. Mark, put all of your social media out there and yeah. So uh, my Instagram is uh, Mark Anthony Cuevas with an underscore. Um, and then I, I'm on TikTok now. I can't do the talk. I can't. But I respect I promise you, I, I, I held off on it because I'm like, I can't do it either. I was like, no. But then when you start to like find stuff that you're like, oh, this is funny. Like, oh, this is like I like. And then you're like, wow. Now I'm like, in, and even there's stuff about stock trading. There's stuff about like, even like there's there's people that help you on different things. It's so interesting to see how like, that platform has turned into like a very instructional platform. And like overnight, really. Yeah. Yeah. So it's super cool. Like I get sucked in when I'm watching like, you know, different, like, you know, it probably sounds lame, but like fitness stuff, but like also like investment stuff. And like, you got to get in that like fitness TikTok life. Yeah. And so my first video, I did a, a workout video with Case of White Club. <laughs> so like make a series of all the things you can use in your home. Like oh, cans yeah, yeah. of food. For sure. For sure. Cans of food, bottles of wine, just because they weigh a little bit more. Genius. Trying to think what else. You said you tweeted. Twitter. Twitter. So Mark Anthony. So Mark Anthony C-U-E. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter. Um, My website is really where I'm going to put a lot of more updates. It's Mark Anthony Quaver. Yeah. So I'm going to have like, like, that's where my Spotify playlists are for my workout classes. So, oh, I think you'd like, I I think you'd like my playlist. Oh. I love, it takes me like three hours to make a playlist, but I always do it based on like to my classes that I coach. So they're all like high BPM energy, but like remixes to songs. And so I'm a big, um, I love listening to disco when I work out. You'll, you'll like my playlist because I, I appeal. So like there will be a playlist like that where it's like EDM stuff. And then there's a playlist where it's like rap and stuff like that mix a lot of stuff together. I'll check it out. Mark. Thank you. This was so great. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. Everyone follow Mark. Do his uh, workout th- on TikTok. I'm also doing Instagram lives uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. So I'll do like workouts. So like Instagram live workouts. They're like 30-minute workouts. Monday's upper body, Wednesday's lower body, and Friday's full body. Jeez. <laughs> Way to take quarantine and say, I'm going to make this a thing. I got to walk out of here with like a quarantine body. Okay, Mark, go live your life. Thank you so much. Everyone watch Love is Blind and stay safe, stay sane, and stay inside. Thank you so much. Of course. Thanks, Mark. See ya. <laughs>